I want to address what I believe is a serious problem that I'm seeing out there in the business world. And what it is, is there's a lot of young founders who are coming in and starting up technical businesses. You see this a lot in the software as a service field. And they have this belief, if you could put it into words, it's very vaguely defined by them, but if you could put it into words, it would come out something like this. I need to be running a really great business. It sounds good on the surface. But the problem is what these young business owners are doing is they're getting too involved in the minutiae of their business and they're never getting out to what you need to be doing to be beyond that where you really need to be if you want to grow. And so what I'm talking about here is a young business owner who gets some technical knowledge but they don't have a whole lot of business fundamentals and that is what I see missing out there is business fundamentals technical skill will only take you so far it may be important to your business it may be important to the product or service that you're delivering but it doesn't create growth people don't buy because of the magic doohickey okay and I know that's hard to believe but people don't really buy because of features and benefits. They buy because you're solving a problem for them. Exactly how you do that, whether it's purple or green, they don't really care. They don't really care. What I'm talking about is the propensity of young founders to get into the mindset of being a chief operations officer instead of a chief executive officer. These are two different roles. The COO is working inside the business and the CEO is working outside the business, working on the business rather than in the business. And I know you've heard that a million times, but I'm repeating it and trying to put it into a different context so that maybe you'll have a realization about it. Because if you're busy uh, being the business owner and being the leader, a lot of people are on an ego trip in this field, all right? They're on, on an ego trip about being the guy or the gal, usually it's guys, to, to make every decision. Some of it's fear-based. Oh, I don't want them going ahead and making a stupid decision and uh, it's getting us on the hook for spending more money than we should, let's say, or buying something that's just the wrong fit there are systemic problems if that is the outcome uh, that should be avoided <laughs> but if you're that person if you are the founder and the filter there's a problem there is a real problem because you're you only have so much like you have a finite amount of energy every day right it's easy to see in time we all have 24 hours a day so many minutes whatever right everybody knows that and it's like a hotel room or lettuce it, once it's spoiled once it's gone you don't get it back if your energy is divided up into choosing little things inside the business because you're afraid or your staff are afraid or something right they're managing up to you because they're either incompetent or scared you have a problem and if you're the ego-based person who wants to be in charge because you want to be the guy stop that <laughs> I can't I can't say it any more clearly you are holding yourself back if that's the case you need to get out of that situation remove yourself from that process should you set guidelines absolutely hey the CRM needs to do this absolutely it needs to do these things it needs to cost under this amount per year or per month or whatever right whatever measures that you deem important yes you should have input 
on setting the framework of the thing. But then delegate the decision to your people and hands off, buddy. Stop getting involved in every little decision. Let me tell you something. Most things work. Okay? This CRM versus that CRM overall, as long as they're at the same level, right? The same strata. I mean, there's a big difference between ACT and Infusionsoft. Let's, let's be real. But things on the same level, it doesn't freaking matter. You get too involved and too wound up on exactly which thing that you're going to use. It doesn't really matter that much. Okay? Just doesn't. There are criteria that you should be using and your people should be using to evaluate the alternatives. I'm not saying abdicate all responsibility here. I'm saying you don't need to get anywhere near as involved in these decisions as you have been. And that, in doing so, you've been sucking your time and energy out. You, you've been like, a, there's a black hole there and it's pulling off energy from you. And at the end of the day, you tell me if I'm wrong, right? You're exhausted and overwhelmed and all that. And it is all a result from how you've been thinking and applying yourself. You need business fundamentals here. You can get those from me, but they're out there. You know, you can get them from other people. I'm not the sole exclusive source. But you need to be working on your business rather than in it like this. Okay? Let them pick the CRM. They're the ones who are going to work with it. You, you're the CEO. And I think I need to describe what the CEO's job is. The CEO's job is to expand the writ in which the company may run. That's your job. It's not to minutely manage every little detail and particle movement from place to place. Most of what we do is moving particles, by the way, in, inside of a, an organization. You don't need to be doing that. Your job is to expand, expand, grow, outgrowth enter new markets, okay? Your job is to be going out there and seeing, oh, that person over there has an organization and they have a buyer's list. And that buyer's list is, is complementary with ours. Like, they'll like our stuff. They have a problem over there that we could help solve and it's complementary. We're not competing with them. We, what we do is in addition to what they do and we could make a deal. For me as the CEO to be able to access their proven buyers list, people who spend money on things, right? Not weenie, tippy tooty, you know, scaredy cat people, but buyers. And it's related to what we do. For me to get access to that, what did I just do to my cost of customer acquisition? I just slit its throat, dropped the body, boom, it's gone. There's no more. I'm so graphic, I know kill the cost of customer acquisition and you have a marketing cost that you can just hand to them. That's the price of getting access to their list. Sure, here's a commission on every sale. Go ahead, take it. I'm happy. That's a deal I would make because I'm getting access to buyers I don't have to fight for. I don't have to fight to get in front of those people and any time that you can remove that energy draining fight from my world, I am happy to reward you. That's the kind of thing that CEOs should be doing. Not, gee, what CRM should we use? Who cares? That's not going to have a significant long-term impact on your company. And you can always make that a change there, right? It's not the end of the world. 
I understand, look, I'm a systems guy. I understand once you get involved with an app, you get invested into that process. But, you know, pull out, make the change. It, it's, it's like ripping the Band-Aid off. You know, it hurts a little bit, but whatever. A week from then, you're not even going to remember. If you're a founder, you need to be expanding the writ in which your organization may run. There is a great fantasy series that I grew up with called Circle of Light. It's not the best written thing in the world, but I like it. It's thematically very good. Characters are simple and easy to follow and whatnot. And the bad girl, there is no bad guy in this story. I guess dork he could be. But uh, in Neil Hancock's series here, Dorany is the bad girl. She's the one disrupting everything and causing trouble and all that. And I'm not saying you should be evil, but she has something very poignant to say that applies to CEOs. Somebody's whining at her about why are you disrupting things, going places you shouldn't, etc. And she says, I belong where my power leads me. I like to think I'm not an evil person, <laughs> but I resonate with that statement. I belong where my power leads me. Okay? God would not let me go over here if I wasn't supposed to be there. If I'm there, it's because my power has led me there. And as a CEO, you need to adopt this mindset. I belong where my power leads me. We need to be expanding. Because if you're not growing, you're not staying stable. You're dying. You're either growing or dying. There's no in-between. There's no purgatory for business. Now, see this book? It is called Chief of Staff. And it's written by Tyler Paris. Okay, get this book. Get this book. It will tell you everything you need to know about how to get a COO. How to get a person with the right mindset to go and take your vision. Because that's another thing that you should be working on as the CEO. The vision. And they translate it. That chief of staff translates it. And if you've never run into this term before, you need to go look it up. It's in the military and it's in government. Gee, I wonder why. Because they have a president or a general on top. And then somehow the orders from that person need to get translated. And I'll bet you've never thought about this before. They need to get translated down to the various departments. So go find out what a chief of staff does. They translate those general presidential CEO orders into tasks for specific people that they can go out and do. And that is what you need. You cannot do this yourself. There's a saying in politics, nobody but a fool was his own campaign manager. Right? If you're the candidate, you don't want to be your campaign manager. You need to be freed up to go be the candidate. What business owners need to be doing, what founders need to be doing is going and finding strategic partnerships, new market segments to get into, and not worrying about minutiae of who's doing this or that or what the process step exactly happens to be. That's somebody else's job. You have one takeaway from me today. That's it right there. Okay, You need to be freed up to go do CEO things. And nobody ever told you, I know, before now, what the CEO's job was, what the founder's job was. It ain't operations. Can you dive down and take an interest in operations for a moment? Absolutely. And if there's an emergency, absolutely. I'm not saying abdicate responsibility, but your main job is to expand things. 
Someone else should be in charge of optimizing these things. All right, if you're a founder and you want that operational excellence to be happening, if you want that feeling of control, that you know what's going on inside your organization, then you need to come and talk to me because that's what we do at Cold Star Tech. We go and we find out what's going on in your business, not what people are telling you is going on. We get rid of that fog of war and we give you full clarity on what's actually happening in your business. And hey, I'll be frank with you, sometimes we find you've got bad apples. Wouldn't you rather know? We, I mean, I, I have to ask that question because there's a lot of fluffy business owners out there who don't want to look. They want to pretend that everything's fine. They're lying to themselves, and I don't want to work with a person like that. But if you are brutally self-honest, and you want to know what's going on in your business, and have full clarity on it, so that you can step back and go, ha, ah, I put my finger on the nature of the problem, we solved it, and I get to step away now and work on the expansion stuff that I'm supposed to be working on, time to come talk to me. All right, I think that's enough for today. Thanks for watching.